Becky Seafeld here with another episode of The Bright Side of Benefits. This is a series for benefits professionals and consultants where we talk about the latest news and happenings in employee benefits. I am the VP of Strategy at Benefit Resource, a third-party administrator headquartered in Rochester, New York. For 20 years, I've been dedicated to the education and advancement of consumer-driven benefits. I'm here today with Dave Steeler. Dave is a leader in our participant services team at Benefit Resource. Uh, he serves as a champion for our participant experience and driving initiatives, uh, which continue our commitment to personalized support. Dave recently joined me uh, for our webinar, How to Keep Participants Informed. He enjoyed it so much that he decided to come back to us today. Hi, Dave. Hey, Becky. Thanks. Glad to be here. So today we're going to dive into uh, a topic that I think is near and dear to your heart, uh, some of the, the common questions that participants have regarding their consumer-driven benefits. And just for some context, on average, Benefit Resource receives about 4.6 calls uh, per 100 participants per month. Uh, this can obviously vary uh, based on the time of the year, how long the plan is in place, the complexity of the plan and how actively the plan has been communicated. Uh, but overall, uh, there's certain things that we see as common, common questions and common areas that people are concerned with. Uh, let's start with our, our first area. So the claims, obviously with FSAs and HRAs, claims is top of mind. 23% of all calls are regarding something with claims. Uh, can you give us some perspective on what are the types of things that people are calling about regarding claims and what are some opportunities to really improve or optimize their experience? Yeah, happy to. And there's there's some different scenarios that, uh, that come into play. There's the people who are looking ahead of time um, before they're going to incur an expense to find out what's eligible to claim. Um, there's people looking for deadlines to submit or to incur their expenses. Um, and then there's the people who have already done something and they're trying to figure out um, what happened, what went wrong, what's the status of my claim after I've submitted it. Um, and the people who get denied for their claim for whatever reason, whether it's related to the documentation was missing some, uh, some key items that we need to process or it's not eligible with the plan that they have, or it's not eligible because of missing a deadline to submit for that type of expense. Um, and what we can really do about uh, the claims uh, side of things is making sure that people are aware of where they can check things themselves. Um, so the status of their claim, submitting their claim um, can all be done online or through the mobile app. Um, there's alerts and notifications that make it much easier for someone to not have to reach out to somebody. Um, we basically will ping you when your claim has been approved and it's generating a reimbursement if you sign up for a claim status notification alert, um, as well as you know seeing that your balance has changed on your account because a claim um, is being reimbursed out to you. Um, also just trying to figure out, most people don't care as much about when they're getting their money for their claim as much as they are looking for confirmation that their claim is being approved and being paid and where it's being paid. Um, 
and especially with the, the post office and mailing not being a guaranteed you're going to receive your check in two days, um, you know, based on location or, you know, your post office in your area, you know, making sure that people are signed up for direct deposit so that it is much more concrete timing um, to get their reimbursements and not have to jump through hoops to, you know, have a check get missing in the mail and reach out to us to find out, did it get paid? When did it get paid? I didn't get my check. Is the address correct? Now I have to wait for the check to be voided and reissued. Um, that, you know, a direct deposit solves for that. And the notification alert to verify that your claim is getting paid out is another confirmation that's automatic. Um, but in terms of the, you know, what's eligible and what are my deadlines, you know, that's something that just educating on uh, your plan highlights. You know, this is going to outline very simplistically what's eligible, when can I incur the expenses, who can incur them, you know, if it's a family member, as well as what's my deadline to submit this and what happens to my money if uh, when the plan year ends or if I separate, you know, all related to claiming their money and utilizing their benefits. Um, so those are things that, you know, really providing the the upfront information to really just set the person on the right stage so that they're they're knowing where they can go or what they can sign up for automatically um, to get these resources so that really they can get them whenever they want, you know, through our website or through the mobile app, uh, rather than relying on, you know, having to reach out to somebody to get those answers. Excellent. Uh, in addition to kind of claims, we also hear issues or questions about the, the benefits card that often comes with their plans and re represents about 15% of calls. So what are some of the things that people are asking about in regards to their cards associated with their benefits plans? Yeah, and this, this is another thing that can really change based on um, the life of the plan. So new account users, you know, your new client comes on board with us or you, know, you hire a bunch of people and they all on board together. There's the initial, when is my card going to arrive in the mail and how do I activate it? Um, you know, did my ad, was my address correct? Um, and just getting the card ready to go so that, you know, kind of related to the claims topic of what can I use my card for? When is my deadline to make sure to use my card for the right plan year? Um, but the biggest things is really when your, when your account's getting set up, getting those initial notifications, um, you know, having, having email on file with us so that we can send out more of a welcome notice so that you know something's coming from us. Uh, you know, so you don't throw away, throw away the envelope, not knowing, you know, not opening it, looking like it's junk mail potentially. Um, but even just knowing, is there a card associated with the plan? Uh, there's people who they're submitting claims because they didn't know they had a card because they never came in the mail or um, they didn't know that that's what the card was for. So they tossed it. Um, and then there's really, you know, how to activate your card. You can call us. There's a sticker on the card to activate, um, or you can actually go online and activate your card or even order replacements yourself uh, through the website that people just aren't as aware of. Um, so a lot of the card items initially up front when there's new account holders, that's where they're kind of getting the, where's my card? How do I use it? Um, these, these types of benefit accounts, you know, you can set up your card with these new mobile wallets, so like Google Pay, Samsung Pay, Apple Pay, 
Um, these cards can link to them. However, you need to have the physical card with you to obtain the card numbers to attach to the account. It's not one of those um, you know, credit cards that you can get a digital card number. So there's people who will sign up for the plan and then think they can start accessing the card immediately when it's really, you gotta wait for the card to arrive in order to start using it. Now, beyond that, that, that kind of covers any account that has cards, um, but when you dig into like a medical FSA or certain HRAs, um, substantiation comes into play. So people who want to use their cards, there's certain times where they have to submit a receipt after they make a payment to verify that the purchase was eligible or not. You know, the card can recognize where you're going, you know, what the, the merchant name is, the type of merchant, um, and the amount that's being charged, but not always is it going to know exactly what expense is eligible. And there's a lot of merchants that, you know, can cross over into, you know, dual purpose land where not everything that they offer or sell is eligible, where we have to ask you, the participants, to send us that proof of, hey, this was an eligible expense, check it off the list. You know, the provider gets paid right away. So when we send out of a notification alert saying, hey, you just made a recent purchase, we need a, an itemized receipt or invoice or EOB from insurance to verify what was purchased. Some people will think that, oh, did they get paid? Or, you know, the provider's not gonna get paid until, you know, I submit this receipt. This, these are generated after a transaction is successfully paid to a provider, just an after the fact, let's make sure it was eligible. So the card's kind of on a on your honor system. You know, submitting claims, you're usually paying out of pocket, submitting a claim, waiting to get reimbursed. You know, the expense was had, it was verified, it was eligible, then you get your money. The card is like an upfront access to your account balance. It's ease of use. You know, you're you're able to pay your provider and then prove after the fact when needed. Because um, we do have, I believe we're in the, the upper 90% of auto adjudication. So not even needing you to send in proof of your expense, you just swipe your card and go. Um, so that is another common item of, we only need you to send us your receipt when you use the card, when we reach out to you and bug you for it. Um, it's also visible online or through the mobile app too, but we send out email and letter communications when needed. Um, so just the, why do I need to submit a receipt for my card transaction? Why don't you reach out to the provider for me? Um, you know, with HIPAA and PHI regulations, when we do need a receipt to verify a purchase was eligible, um, we can't call your doctor because they legally can't tell us what your expense was. So that's where it falls on the participant to really be that middleman of when proof is needed for what you paid for with the card, you're the one who's got to get that from the provider if you don't have it already and submit that over to us. And then we're just checking it off the list on this end. Um, those are those are the biggest things with the card. You know, the same thing with what's eligible to use the card and the deadlines, like I said, with the claims, you know, your plan highlights are gonna really outline what's eligible, when to submit, when to use it. Um, when you're switching from one planner to another, um, another big question that comes up right at, you know, the busiest time of year, year end or the beginning of a new year is, and where's my new card? And what we do is the same cards get loaded with each plan year with new funds so that it is much more of a one card solution. You know, if you have multiple plans that have cards, um, we're often able to link them and the card knows where you're making a purchase and what type of purchase it is to use the right funds. So if you have a mass transit commuter account and a medical FSA, the card knows you're going to a subway station 
versus a pharmacy. Um, so you don't have to worry about you know, having multiple cards with us and using the right one to access the right funds. Um, the card is smart in that sense. Some great tips on kind of using the card and reminders for kind of year to year. Uh, one of the things that I think you indicated both in kind of the claims and, and with the card is all the resources that are available to them through kind of BRI web and the mobile app and how they can really use those resources to improve their overall experience. Um, but we see kind of from a web perspective that about 14% of people are calling uh, with regard to things on the web. And if I understand correctly, uh, the biggest reason people call is just how to get logged in. Um, can you give us some tips on what employers can do to help uh, make sure that people are, are getting logged in and uh, improving their experience off the bat? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, all ends of the spectrum in terms of, you know, location, age, plan type, there's really everyone wants to try and do it themselves. So trying to get people registered online is really important, you know, and, and it sets the right stage because there's resources, there's options to submit claims, set up these notification alerts. So um, new users, because this is a secure portal and there are medical type accounts or just, you know, money involved, um, participants are required to um, enter in their company code, which is unique to each client um, with us, then their specific member ID number, um, which it's usually either social security number or some sort of employee identification number, whether it's a, a security badge number or an EID or like a payroll number um, that we, we need clients help to find out what that, that member ID is called if it's not the social security number, because um, we can call that out in our communications that go out to participants when they're they're newly establishing an account. Um, and then it's first name, last name, and your home zip code um, to get registered. Now, on top of that, there's a, a validation step of having to enter, uh, having to receive like a validation code, um, and that's gonna be sent either by email or by text message as long as we have email or phone number on file. Um, so that's where we rely on, you know, the demographic information that comes over for new users. You know, the more emails and phone numbers we have on file, uh, the easier it is for people to use those when registering to get set up without having to contact anybody. Um, and once online, um, that's where, you know, everything's at everyone's fingertips. We have videos to kind of walk through the websites um, and, the resources are all there and the mobile app, BRI Mobile, it's the same login information as the website. So you can register on the website and then go straight on the app using the same login information and same vice versa. You can register through the app um, and then access the web or the app. Um, another nice thing is, you know, some people don't want to put too many apps on their phone. You can access the website through your phone, you know, going to the regular benefit resource link. Um, it's mobile friendly, so it's very easy to navigate through everything through your phone since everyone uses their phones currently. Um, but yeah, one, once getting registered, so company code and member ID are where we typically have people having no idea what it is. Um, if we can validate the caller, um, you know, authenticating them with their personal information, 
um, we can provide their company code to them. But that member ID, just for security purposes, we, we don't give that out to somebody. We can only confirm or deny what they're telling us is matching what's in our system. So there's plenty of times where we have to refer someone back to their HR when they just can't figure it out. Um, that's one of the biggest things that, you know, it's frustrating for the caller because they can't get what they need initially. And then we feel bad on the customer service end of having to kind of deflect the caller back to the employer when we're the ones here trying to help um, help each participant with their accounts. Um, so those are, you know, company code and member ID, trying to get that in everyone's faces initially is the best way to let someone sign up on their own at their own leisure, get into their accounts, and then really start utilizing uh, their benefits in the most efficient manner. Sounds like uh, lots of great options. Um, and I think with that, um, I, I do think we're, we are ready to wrap up. Do you have one last tip for anyone before we do wrap it up? Yeah, I mean, really just um, making sure you find your company's plan highlights because that is a one-stop shop of making sure that you know what's eligible, when can I spend the funds, um, and what's my deadlines to submit. Um, those are really the most important things. It'll also tell you if you have a card attached, who's eligible. Um, it, it really highlights the plan um, and trying to get to that is um, right through their secure online portal. And luckily, once you're able to get through the online portal, that's where you've got access to those notification alerts, signing up for direct deposits, um, getting the, the mobile app downloaded. So it's all kind of a, if you can get to your plan highlights, you've made it everywhere else that you need to go. Sounds like it's one stop shop from there. Um, so do, I do wanna thank you uh, for joining us today. Uh, just a reminder, uh, if you'd like to stay up to date with the latest benefits, trends, and industry news, be sure to visit us at benefitresource.com and sign up for our blog and newsletters. Uh, you can also follow Benefit Resource on LinkedIn. And we like to close on a bright side. Uh, so in honor of Dave, who is our diehard Bills fan, uh, we thought we would incorporate a quote uh, that seems to be evident uh, from a Bills perspective. Um, There's always next year. Go Bills! Thanks, Becky. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a great day.